All right, uh, welcome everybody. We don't know what the what we're doing because um, this is our, fir our first shot at this. It's uh, my name is Daniel Vacanti. Uh, the other gentleman, as you probably don't know, is is Pratik Singh. Um, my my apologies for for including him in this. Uh, but we thought that we would um, just sit around and drink some whiskey and talk about about random topics of the day. So maybe we should start with that. So Pratik, what uh, would you choose for today? Well, initially, I. I'd want to talk a little bit about Monte Carlo and get people kind of reacquainted with what we already know about it and up to speed with what, what we're thinking about it now. But um, I recently saw a tweet from you about story points. So obviously that's front and center of your mind. So well, why don't we talk about story points a little bit? We can talk about story points, but I want to talk about what you're drinking first. Obviously, you're, not, you're starting right off by you not listening to me. Um, so let's uh, let's... Let's see, uh, why don't you show everybody what you're, what you're drinking? Uh, so I'm having an Abelard Abenat, which is Space Eye Sherry Cask. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's cast strength of about 15, it's 59.9%. So I don't think I'm gonna need more than a couple of those for tonight, but talking <laughs> to you, I might need more than that. Yeah, you will. Um, yeah. All right, so I chose a also a cask strength. Um, everybody, hopefully, that's in focus. A cask strength Ben Rennes. Um It's a 15-year-old. It's in a red wine cask, 54.8%. Uh, also, yes, um, yeah, 54.8%. So single single cask cask strength Ben Rennes for me. And you can see, I don't know if everybody can see this. It's a nice. Uh, it's nice, kind of almost a rosé color. Um, for, yeah. for mine. This is a little darker, I mean, but for especially probably matured in the cast for a little while. Yep. Okay. Right. Cheers. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. All right. I believe I believe this is supposed to be a two-drink minimum video. Probably. probably. <laughs> All right. So story points. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you want to kick us off, or shall I? Uh, shall I talk well, about what really kind of? Go for it. Go, go, go um, for what what you've got front and center. Um. Uh, so the thing that the thing that I've got front and center is um, I don't I do not pre I do not pretend to be any type of of Scrum expert. Um, I have learned a lot about Scrum over the past three or so years, um, and the reason the reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I think uh, me like like many people who who don't really understand Scrum or don't don't know Scrum um, have this assumption, and it's it's a false assumption as it turns out, that the story points um, are not only a part of Scrum, but they have been for, for quite some time. But if you go and, if you go and do the research, um, there is, uh, as far as I can tell, and you know somebody out there in TV land, if you, if you correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I can tell, story points have never, have never been a part of Scrum, right? They've never been in the Scrum Guide, they've never been, um, you know, as part of the Scrum Guide, um, preached as a, you know, a proper practice for, for, for the Scrum. You certainly can use them in Scrum, but there's no, they've, they've never been actually a mandatory, if you will, a mandatory part of Scrum. And so what, what got me going is, you know, I've, I'm, um, I'm running up you know, against this, uh, um, this, this Scrum implementation. Uh, you know, a friend of mine let, let me know about the Scrum impl implementation that, that he's going through. And uh, the consulting firm that they've got in there has got them um, is trying to do a whole Scrum transformation, and they're saying as part of Scrum you have to do story points, and so they're they're mandating that they do story points as part of their um, their Scrum implementation. 
So that got me fired up. So I, I fired a couple, couple tweets about it because it's, here it is, 2020, the year 2020, 2020, right? We're supposed to have flying cars, but instead of flying cars, we're talking about story points in Scrum. So that's where I am. Yeah, it's interesting because I think it was probably two years ago when, when you first started reacquainting yourself with Scrum or, or really acquainting yourself with Scrum that, that, that you mentioned to me that story points are nowhere to be found in Scrum. And I went back and looked at the whole Scrum guide and yeah, there was, there, there was no mention of them. So it, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a myth that they, they go hand in hand. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, uh, and <laughs> I mean, and we probably need a two drink minimum for this because I mean, it just, just any aspect of story points that you do, and, and it is going to sound like I'm bashing story points because I am, right? I'm not, ba- I, I want to be clear, I'm not bashing Scrum, again, because this is not mm-hmm. Scrum. But I am bashing, because anything you think about is story points in terms of um, you know, complexity as a good predictor of cycle time, which it isn't. Um, using Fibonacci series as, as a proper math approach, mm-hmm. whatever thing, right? I mean, any, any aspect of story points that, that, that you think about is just bad. Um, you know, it's bad, it's bad from an assumptions perspective, it's bad from a practice perspective, it's just, um, and, and so that's why in my tweet I said, you know, I believe that it's it set, it's set, you know, story points in general have set, you know, the agile community or the agile industry, uh, you know, however you want to say it, back 10 to 20 years because we're anchored in, in, in all of these just, just really bad notions. Yeah, it's, it's what's my pet peeve with them is more of when people talk about sport, story points, they never talk about the assumptions behind story points. It's, 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 it's the whole because math, just because I did math <laughs> must mean that I'm right. Did you ever make um, that t-shirt, by the way? You, you said <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we, we, need, we need multiple copies of those going around. Yeah, because yeah, it, it just, if I, if I estimate something, I'm not even talking about the variance in that estimation. I'm not talking about how it correlates to actual time. I'm not talking, about, and, and furthermore, I'm adding up these estimates that have all these variations within them. I'm never talking about how that affects the eventual outcome, right. how, how wrong I can be. Right. Um, you were gonna say something? Well, I mean, I was gonna move on to the next point, but uh, you know, you, you keep going if you, if you want to rant. Well, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was actually gonna move on too, which was <laughs> to say that the, the, the thing that I always hear though, when we talk about story points is the, the actual number is not that important. Well, let's, if, we, if we put aside the whole velocity conversation for a bit, the actual number is not important. The, the analysis behind figuring out how this thing will be done and all that, that's the more important part. Yeah, it's the conversation that's important. Uh, yeah, this is, this is where, uh, funny enough, that's where I was going to go too, but, but keep going, keep going, yeah. Yeah, but for me, yes, the conversation is important. I, I, I get that. The, uh, gaining, a, gaining an understanding of the problem we are trying to solve is important. But there are better ways to do that, at least for me. Not, not throwing uh, an estimated Fibonacci number at it. Uh, you could still have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, um, um, when, whenever, and whenever somebody says, yeah, it's, it's the conversation that's important. And we need, we need, a, we need to understand what, what, what this thing is about. What drives me nuts about that is, Number one, they're usually conflating two concepts, right? You know, estimation and analysis, as, as you were mm-hmm. just saying, right? Um, 
And so I don't know, I don't know how much time we want to spend talking about how bad story points are for estimates. Hopefully everybody can disagree with that, but we can, we can talk about that later. But so if you throw the estimation part aside, and even if you get people to agree, we can throw the estimation part aside, then they always come back to, well, but it's the, it's the conversation that's important. And I absolutely agree. There are much, 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 much better ways to do analysis than is this a two point story or is this a three point story? Not, o- not only better, but, but more effective and probably leads, leads, to, um, le- leads to better discussions, better understanding because the last, the last thing I think that you probably need to know about a story in terms of its analysis is how complex it is. Uh, you know, in the great scheme of things, complexity just, just does not matter, at least in my experience anyway. Well, so the, the other thing that which we, we often, when we run the penny game or something like that, we often talk about at the end where we've asked people to estimate things. And we go, you know, your estimation took longer than it would have to actually do the work. Um, a three-hour sprint planning session, including four story points, I'm, I'm, I'm sure uh, you could do much more efficient things. Take, instead of spending all that time estimating, we could have probably started one or two of those stories and found out where we were headed. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, maybe maybe instead of focusing on on the negative of don't do story points, don't do story points, which really everybody, if you're listening to this, you should not be doing story points. Maybe we should talk about some um, some replacement strategies, if you will, yeah. for story points, because I think even even more than that, even even more than people not understanding story points. I think people don't have a good grasp of what that replacement should be. Um, you hear people talking about counts of stories and, and that kind of frustrates me too because counts of stories is only part of the solution and it, it's a very, very, very small part of the solution. So I don't know if you want to start talking about that. If, if we don't well, do story points, what do we do? Yeah, it was interesting. Like when, when, you, when you fired off that tweet, there were, there were at least three or four responses there going, okay, what's the, what's the alternative then? It's, 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 and it's a completely fair question. What is the alternative? Um, and, and we have long been believers in let's, let's actually start this thing and find out how big is it. And if it is, if it is bigger than the usual amount of time it takes us to get things done, let's break this down into smaller pieces. Um, we drive out that uncertainty by doing that work. Um, so you and see figuring that, out, if it's yeah. bigger than the average thing that we've done before, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for baiting me with the flaw of averages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, n- n- well, w- what we've always talked about is, is figure out what that, um, what that risk level is that you're comfortable with. Is it, is it, are, you, are you okay taking risks or take, having only a 15% risk or only a 30% risk? And based on that, figure out what's your 70th or your 85th percentile uh, that, that you, you're comfortable committing to. So. Plot out all your stories, find out how long 85% of my stories take, and then go, hey, I'm picking this thing up. Um, do you think this is going to be bigger than, than that 85th? Just a quick, is it, is it smaller than, let's say 85% of our stories take 10 days or less. Can I get this done in 10 days or less? The answer is no. Well, let's break it up. The answer is yes, let's flow it through. And more importantly, and this is, I think, um, some of the stuff that you've been talking about of late where probably the most important metric we don't talk about is work item age. Uh, as things are flowing through, when we figure out this is gonna be bigger, can we break it up even then? 
Yeah, that, that's the key. Yeah, just because even that, that upfront estimate is 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 just is just not enough, right? There, there's going to be more more that we need to do. But you know, and, and I want to come back to that. But let's 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 talk about. Um, let's unpack a couple of things that you said there, because you know, two minutes and eighteen seconds critique, um, <laughs> you know, kind of kind of glossed over everything. And I think I think we need to do it just a little bit of deeper dive. You you have you have two books that I just summarized in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, that we need to, you know, that we need to spend just a little bit more time on so that, that people can kind of understand. And you reminded me, I don't know if you remember, it was one of my, I don't know, if it wasn't the first week that I was at Ultimate Software, it was the second week. And remember, we were talking to, um, you know, the, the head of product strategy. Yep. And, um, you know, she was, uh, she was complaining about, she kept getting all of these estimates in story points, story points, story points, story points, story points. And I would argue that's, that's probably the, the fundamental problem with story points, just in general. The fundamental problem with story points is it's not speaking the language of our customers. Mm -hmm. Our customers think in terms of elapsed time. Our customers think in terms of when will it be done and how long is it going to take, take for you to get this done. They're not thinking in terms of relative complexity. They're not thinking in terms of, of story points and things like that. And, and you could see her in, in her mind whenever a team would hand her say, hey, this is going to be an eight-point story. She was in her mind having to go through and kind of do that math to convert eight points to. Yeah, she to she, she literally said that. I remember yep. we were sitting we were sitting at that little wine bar having that conversation. Yep. She literally said that when that team says 10, 10 points, I know it will be three weeks. It can't be ten points because Fibonacci. Uh, because math. Oh, particular. sorry. Come on, Fibonacci. Well, isn't eight plus two? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can cuss on this. I don't know if we can swear. <laughs> It's your choices are eight or 11 here. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, I mean, that, so, so to me, that, that's, that's, that's kind of the fundamental problem. So how do we, how do we replace story points with something that our customers can, can immediately understand and what you were proposing there, whether, whether you, whether everybody out there picked it up or not, what you were <laughs> proposing there was actually going in and tracking if what our customers care about is how long it takes to get stuff done. That's exactly what we should be tracking. And in terms of data that we should be collecting, we should be we should be collecting the data around how long, you know, as stories go through our process or epics or whatever, mm -hmm. as these items go through our process, how long are they taking? Uh, and based on an understanding of kind of the, like you said, the variability of, you know, of all those items going through our process, we can now start having a good understanding of risk and how much risk we're willing to live with. You know, do we... Do we want to plan to the, you know, do we want to be wrong 50% of the time? Do we want to be wrong only 5-0%? Do we want to only be wrong 15, 1-5%? Do we only want to be wrong 5% of the time? Now we can start having intelligent conversations around, okay, well, if, if we're only willing to live with a 15% risk of being wrong, this is what it's going to look like. So I don't know if you want to say something about well, that. Well, that's, that's, it's, uh, we've, we've both mentioned it, but we haven't kind of touched into it enough, which is, at the end of the day, even story points and velocity and all that stuff is a way to eliminate risk. That's what we're trying to do. Yep, yep, yep. That's that. At the end of the day, that's what with story points, with with burn down charts, velocity, all that fun stuff, we're trying to eliminate risk. Um, if there is an easier way, if there is a simpler and more customer speak way of eliminating risk, why not use that as opposed to a place where you're asking developers to figure out um, an estimate on how many how, how many story points something is. 
Well, so this, this is something that's now encroaching on something I know that's, that's near and dear to both our hearts. And that's, that's the whole idea of risk management and, and understanding uncertainty and, and embracing uncertainty and things like that. We should probably save that for another. Yeah, probably um, should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's going to require an, an Akintoshian at least. That will, we'll have to, um, yeah. When, when, when we go, but, but you know, I, I hate to say it, and I, hate, I think we're recording, so I shouldn't say this out loud, but, but you're absolutely right. It really comes down to an understanding of risk and how well are we going to manage how well we're going to manage risk, because the whole idea, the whole idea of agile, I would argue, the whole idea of flow, um, is how do we make better decisions under uncertainty? Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> to break it to you, story points ain't it, right? You know, yeah. they're they're just they're just not. There. And I, I'd love to know how much how much money has been made selling the snake oil that is story points. I mean, the person, the per, whoever came up with it, you know. Um, I believe Ron Jeffries on Twitter has, you know, has admitted, he's like, I may be the one who invented them. And if, if I did, I'm sorry, you know, kudos to him for, for actually well, apologizing yeah. and recognizing, you know, but there's so many other agilistas out there um, who are, who are still pushing this thing that I think are just detrimental to the exact, you know, cause that you're, um, uh, that you're, you're putting forth. And that is how do we really understand risk and deal with, deal with that risk in a, uh, in a more mature, intelligent way. Yeah, and, and not just how much money has been made selling the snake oil, also how much money have we spent with all these six-figure salary developers sitting around mm -hmm. arguing whether it's two points or five points. Hold on, is that Fibonacci? Okay, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. The, the, yeah. Lower, the lower down my whiskey gets, the less... I know. The, the yeah, yeah well, and, and I think we we haven't even touched on the bad math part of adding the stuff together. Actually, we've touched on it, but we haven't explored it enough of adding a two and a five and a three and coming up with a 10 or whatever. That that just blows my mind at, uh, at this point. Yeah, I, I got that right. <laughs> I do remember we were, this is, this is way early on when we had first, uh, when, when I had first started leading a, a, a scrum team, uh, one of my, my, my tech leads, he was, it's like, where's my four? I want my four. Why did you take away my four? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I agree. I know. Do you, do, you, do you want to pontificate on like cardinal and ordinal, ordinal numbers and all uh, that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 what story, if we're talking about relative complexity, uh, think about it as, to me, like think about one, three, and five or whatever as, small, medium, and large. Let's, let's, let's forget numbers. Let's just essentially small, medium, and large. Um, you won't add two mediums and be like, oh, this is a large now. Or you won't add five smalls and be like, this is a large now. That's essentially the problem with adding these points together. You're really talking about t-shirt sizes and then adding them together. There is such range of how big a one is and how big a three is that adding them together just doesn't work. And I, I hear it multiple times that all this stuff averages out. Um, again, we're falling into, well, pl plugging, plugging Dr. Sam Savage's book again, because we love doing that, uh, flaw of averages. Um, yeah. Again, falling into that trap. We should be taking notes. So we're, we're talking about risk management, uncertainty, flaw of averages, I think is another, uh, yeah, another topic. Another Monte Carlo is, is yet Monte another Carlo. one. Um, I don't Peter know. Monte Carlo. 
now that we're under lockdown, I don't know that I have enough whiskeys to get us through all these things, but we really yeah, should, well, we should be taking notes on the whiteboard behind you is actually good. Maybe we should keep it running. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, well, of, of topic do. of topic and whiskey required. Right. And by the way, for everybody who's, who's watching, it's whiskey without an, an E, right? There might, well, we might speak in whiskey times, with an E. Yeah. We yeah, might. It could be whiskey with an E. Yeah. Because um, it's easier for me to find that around here than it is to find good whiskey without the E. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but as, as Pratik is, is writing, um, you know, it, it, kind of following on the bad math, or, you know, if you're in the UK, bad maths, that is. <laughs> um, that is story points. The kind of the other big, big problem with, you know, a one versus a two versus a five versus a, um, and let's not, let's not even talk about how the, the Fibonacci sequence just like kind of goes away after, what is it, after 21 or something 20? like that? I yeah. don't know, whatever, whatever it is, right? And all of a sudden it's like, you know, a million, right? You we know, give up, a hundred now. <laughs> we, we give up, yeah. <laughs> all right, so forgetting all that, um, the biggest thing, and this is maybe the elephant in the room, and of course this is where our flow bias is going to, to show through, is the biggest thing that determines complexity, whether it's a one or a two or a, a three, whatever, is not the story itself, but it's how many other things you're trying to work on yeah. while you're trying to work on that one. That one might look really, really easy, but if you're trying to work on 20 other things while you're mm -hmm. working on that one thing, all of a sudden that thing, that, that one point story becomes really, really hard, really, really complex, takes a really long time. Um, and that's, that's the bigger, deter bigger determinant of how long something's going to take or our estimate. It's not what we so, think the complexity is up front. It's how many other things we're working on at the same time. So I'm hearing a little slow for the future? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, yeah, so that's another one, little slow. So we have Monte Carlo, risk, risk management, little slow. I thought was, there was one more, wasn't there? We'll have to go check the tape. I think there was we'll one. We'll check the tape, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there was. There We're was not one. recording this for anyone else. We're recording this for us to go yeah, back. Yeah, for, for, for posterity, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was one more, but whatever. Um, so anyway, um, okay. So going back to the point, the point that you made is, let's, let's talk about, you know, going back to replacements. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, the thing you mentioned was was age, and so I don't know if you you can touch a little bit more on, um, you know, we've we've got this upfront estimate. We we think, you know, eighty five percent of our stories in the past took eight days or less to complete, mm -hmm. and this this item that's coming in, we think it's probably going to take within that range, within that one yep. to eight day range. Um, does that mean we're done? That we just we just pull it in, we start working on it, and that's it. Are we done? No, and that's 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 that, that's where that's where as, as as we were talking about earlier, the work item age comes into play. Where, sure, we said this was going to be ten days, but as I, as a developer, went in, started coding, started looking around, said, "Yeah, I know I said ten days, but you know these two ACs, I can probably get them done in two, but this third one, that's where most of that ten days is." Um, at that point, I think it's 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 imperative. It's 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 uh, for for the for the sanctity of the system. It's it's necessary that uh, we raise our hand and go. Let's split this into two things. I'm going to get these two done, move it along, and then we're going to, as a team, pull in the third the the other story, which has a third AC, and yep. work it through. Yep. Seen seen this so many times, but there, there was actually. You mentioned eight days as an example there. They're literally, I'm looking at a story for a team that does things in eight days or less. They had three ACs in it. The third one was 
some UI funky magic thing. And that's exactly what happened. They, they got done with the first two within a day, but the third one took them 14 days to figure out. By the way, if anybody, I don't know if pretty excited, when we say ACs, we're talking about acceptance criteria, just for the record. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. And this, this is that concept of, um, and I, I, I think what we're hitting on is yet another problem with story points is a lot of people, you know, they'll do their planning poker or whatever up front and they'll say, okay, this is everything that fits in the sprint. Okay, go. Right. Um, and what they don't understand, and, and again, this is really kind of from a flow perspective, is your job isn't finished at that point. It's just beginning, right? Mm -hmm. It has just started. And once we work on that story, the second that we see, like you said, maybe one, one AC is, is out of whack, or maybe we crack the story open and this thing is, you know, is um, you know, much harder than we thought it was, whatever. The second that we get that more information, uh, it, we are required as a team to get together and talk about, okay, we've got this new information. What do we need to do? Do we need to break it up? You know, do we need to split it? Do we need to split out that one AC into a different story? Uh, do we need to swarm or mob on it? Um, do we need to maybe kick it out of the process because, well, we thought it was this, this thing, but it looks like it's this other thing and that's probably not what we want to be working on right now. So let's kick it out and let's work something else in. And, and I think that's where so many teams get into trouble is they think, well, we've done this front, upfront estimation, we've done this upfront analysis. Well, that means we have to work on it. It has to, it has to move through the system just like that intact. And there's there's, some, there's, there's some form of sunk cost fallacy happening there when we've spent the effort doing this, so we should keep it this way. Is that kind of, kind of interesting? You mentioned the new information piece, and we'll probably talk about this when we talk about Monte Carlo a little bit more. Is you're absolutely right. When, when we get new information, which a developer opening up a story and finding out this, this uh, landmine is, a new, is new information, we should be reacting to it. Um, it's, 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 it's how the National Weather Service they forecast hurricanes. It's, it's how right now governments are reacting to new data from, from, from uh, testing and, 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 and whatever numbers are coming at them from, from the COVID crisis. It's, we should be doing the same thing on a daily basis. As this thing is aging, as we're finding out more about it, we should be reacting to it. Yeah. I uh, it, uh, and absolutely, and this is getting to this is getting to the whole the whole concept of you know of continuous forecasting, um, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 this is to me this is the primary reason why um, looping us right back around to what something we said right at the beginning, the primary reason why just even counts of stories is not good enough, you know, sure yes we can track that we did oh you know we did five stories last sprint or six stories, two sprints before or 10 stories, three sprints before whatever. Yes, we can track those counts, but that is only, that is, is very, very, very limited information. That is, that's, it's, it's partial information and the much, much, much better information is, you know, um, as we're, as we are working on it, just in time, we need to know, we need to constantly be comparing that, that age, as you said, uh -huh. constantly comparing that age, to how long it's taken us to complete stories in the past, regardless how many things we got done, right? If 85% of the time it took us eight days to get stories done, and this one looks like it's gonna be, you know, it's, it's, it's up around six or seven or even over eight days, we need to do something about it. And counts of stories ain't gonna help us with that, right? We need, we need, we need other information to be able to, to process um, that action. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hitting about something, something else that's hidden in the little slaw thing too, because you were talking about 
whip earlier and how that's a great determinant of how long things will take. Um, you could have a limited whip system, but if that thing, if those things just keep aging, you you are going to be very unpredictable. Yep. So even whether you're doing um, whether you're doing story points or you're doing counts of stories or you're just limited with flow sex system, you still need to pay attention to that age. Yeah, I'm I'm potentially smelling a, a, a another topic here, but 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 um, absolutely. I mean, so many people think, especially when we talk about kanban, because it, it probably sounds like Pratik and I for for everybody out there, Pratik and I are advocating, you know, just we're just advocating for kanban. And that's kind of true, but it's, it's, it's kind of not. Um, what we're really advocating for is just kind of base, basic flow principles. Um, and, um, you know, that, I think that's, that's, that's the thing that I think that, that, that people need to understand. A lot of people think, well, with Kanban, as long as you limit work in progress, that fixes everything. And that's just not true, right? Um, again, that's just, that's just the start. And it, generally speaking, usually isn't a very good start. We, we, I don't know, we can't get into it now, but again, that's something you should talk about is your philosophy, how your philosophy has evolved over time in terms of limiting work in progress. But limiting work in progress is just a thing. If, if, we're, not, if we're not managing that aging, if we're not actively managing those items as they're flowing through process, you limit work in progress all you want, you're not gonna get predictability. And that's, that, that again brings us full circle back to the reason you're looking for predictability is to manage risk. And you get predictability by um, what we have been sideways hinting at and calling right-sizing your, your work and limiting whip. Those are the things that generate predictability in the system. And that's, that's the one, if, if I am to give story points credit on anything, the one credit I will give story points would be it got teams into the habit of saying, we are going to limit the amount of stuff we're gonna pull into this, pull, pull into this sprint or this iteration. Uh, it, it, it was a sideways um, method of limiting whip at, at the sprint level. And, and at, if teams have seen gains from that, great. I mean, I think that that's one thing I'll give, I'll give story points credit is it got people into the habit of limiting the amount of stuff you work on. Yeah. Um... Unfortunately, like I said, it brought all these other bad habits too, as well as um, we got we got to the end of the sprint and we got work done on the story. The story's not done, so what we're going to do is we're going yeah. to artificially split the story so that we can get credit for for the points that we got that's, done toward our velocity and things like that. Yeah, that's the that's the one thing we didn't even talk about, which was all the dogma around story points, which is it's amazing. I I, I visit the the on Reddit. I go to the Agile Reddit every once in a while. And half the questions are, um, do you assign points to bugs? Do you, what do you do with a story that's unfinished at the end of, the, of, of a sprint? Uh, how do you account for points for that? Um, it, it, it's all about how do you deal with points, story points for these random situations that happen every day. Um, and, and so the dogma around this kind of is, is pro as bad as the math around it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we should have the, that's what this should debate have been around, which is worse, the dogma yeah. or the math? <laughs> right? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. But, um, so, I, well, I don't, I don't know about you. I, I don't think you've been drinking as fast as I have. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I haven't. I'm, I'm actually empty. So, I don't know. We, I, I kind of feel like we've maybe, I don't know if you can say it, we've, we've beat this dead horse. Can you say that anymore? I don't know. We've emptied this well. 
We've, uh, sh should we say the Canadian expression? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. Do you, do you have, do you have anything else to add? Uh, you know, no, I, can, I, think, I can I certainly, think pour, I can certainly pour myself another one, but, um, oh, I, I can definitely do that as well, but I don't, I, again, as you said, we, we don't need to beat this dead horse. All right. So I guess, guess to sum up story points, bad, replace it with not only counts of stories, that's certainly a, a good place to start, but more importantly, I think than counts of stories is just track how long it takes you to get your, your story or your items, just any items. And I, I don't want to keep saying stories, but just any, any item that's flowing through your process, track how long it takes, you know, have an understanding, you know, that, that, that whole kind of spectrum of understanding of, of how long it takes you to get, to get um, items finished. Uh, and then constantly be comparing the age of items in progress against how long it has taken us to complete stuff in the past. And when you get information that stuff isn't flowing the way that it should be, take action, right? Let's, let's, let's break it up. Let's swarm on it. Let's mob, let's mob it. Let's kick it out of the process. Let's, let's do whatever we can to make sure that, that items are flowing through um, as, predictable, as predictable as possible. So I'll let you have the last word um, before before we sign off, Pratik, if there's anything that you want to add. Yeah, no, I'm actually going gonna, gonna to echo what you just said and use your, your words to say it's not like you become predictable, it's that you do predictability. Yeah. So doing this stuff on a daily basis, um, sizing things and, 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 and watching flow, limiting web, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I, actually, that one I gotta I gotta give credit where credit is due. That's that's a shout out to my good friend Bennett Ballot who came up with that. Uh, he talked about how predictability is a verb. Right. You 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 nice. actually you have to do it. It's like like Nike, just do it. So, um, cheers to you, nice. Bennett. Thank thanks for that. And um, I guess I, I guess that's it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I yeah. Went well for the first one. And. Um, We'll choose one of those topics behind you there, Pratik, for our next one, probably next week. And do we do we invite questions? We should invite some questions. We should. We definitely we definitely yeah. should. Yeah. We should hit us up on Twitter. And we should talk about what's on deck. I've got this nice uh, sherry cask Akintoshin, nineteen year old Akintoshin. But, um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have I, I have I have I have the Akintoshin downstairs that actually you gave me. So. That's where I'm gonna go next. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that 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 may be on deck, or we might we might surprise you and come up with something else. So anyway, we might we might, we might add the e to the whiskey next time. We'll see. Uh, we so thanks to everybody for letting us babble and listening to us babble for the past forty five minutes or so. Hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you next time on whatever the hell the name of this thing is. If we come up with a name, so whiskey and something. <laughs> whiskey and something <laughs> as good as any. <laughs> All right. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye.